Good morning, good evening, wherever you may be, and welcome to the Super Travel Experience Podcast. I'm your host, Mark, and this is episode number 34. It's been a few days since I've recorded one of these. I, I, I miss I miss doing it. I miss you guys, um, but I'm back, and um, I got the door closed, and Lucy, I, my cat, I could hear her scratching on the door, so it'd be interesting to see uh, if it pops open. Sometimes she knows how to uh, put her paw up and pull down on the handle. It's kind of funny. So it's been crazy nonstop the last month with Thanksgiving, with Christmas. Now we got New Year's coming up in five days. It's just bam, bam, bam. I've been busy traveling, working, working tons. Um, stuck out here in the snow in the mountains of Southern California and massive snowstorm a few weeks ago and then one just a couple of days ago so i'm just out there shoveling and shoveling for you know a few hours and i was driving home a couple of days ago and um took a turn a little too fast and <laughs> i was getting a little cocky i had one one hand on the steering wheel one hand you know uh on on the side rest and i was just you know relaxed kind of took a turn a little too fast in the snow as in four by four and did a 360 almost <laughs> just kept spinning i i thought i was gonna hit the wall but or you know the concrete barrier but luckily luckily it didn't hit it it's just you never know when you're driving in the ice and snow uh when when you're gonna hit one of those uh patches that are really just frozen solid even with four by four or chains or anything and I, I, there was a quite a few people that were that were uh, having trouble with that with that part that section of the road um Oh, I hear Lucy. She's outside uh, the door meowing. Should I let her in? All right, let me let her in. Lucy. What's going on, Lucy? (laughs) I guess she's not there. (laughs) Okay, so uh, yesterday was an interesting holiday called Boxing Day. I don't know if anyone's ever heard of that, but that's an interesting holiday. And uh, it's celebrated in Great Britain and let's see great britain other former british colonies like canada australia new zealand and it's an interesting holiday it's the hold on lucy's interrupting me again (laughs) let's see if she's there this time lucy you there come on in come on in join the show how you doing all right she says hi a little chirp there what do you think yeah yeah, she, she's enjoying it now. All right. I think I'll just sit with her on my lap. She'll be happier. She's a little feisty. She's been cooped up uh, for a while since it's snowing outside. She's a short hair, so she gets cold easily. So back to what I was talking about, Boxing Day. Bo- yeah, Boxing Day? Yep, she agrees. Come on. Boxing Day is celebrated the day after Christmas. It's very, very interesting. I'd never heard about it. When I think Boxing Day, I think of uh, Muhammad Ali, Mike Tyson, that sort of thing. Not like, <laughs> not like, uh, Boxing Day is actually it refers to box, not the the sport of boxing. And um, from the history, it's a day to give to the less fortunate. Way back during the Victorian era in Britain, servants were allowed time off to visit their families on December 26. Since they had to work for their employers Christmas Day celebrations, it became a standard practice uh, in 1871 that new holiday was born. It coincides with St. Stephen's Day, a Christian holiday with similar themes of charity. When Boxing Day falls on a Saturday Saturday or Sunday, it's observed uh, on the following Monday. 
So why call it Boxing Day? There's some theories, but some say it stems from when the wealthy would give boxes filled with small gifts, money, and Christmas leftovers to their employees to recognize their service. Another theory is that churches put out boxes for people to give money to the poor, and the money was distributed the day after Christmas. Um, so like I said earlier, Great Britain, former British colonies like Canada, Australia, and New Zealand celebrate Boxing Day. And this article says, I'm American. Can I still celebrate? Of course. Join the fun. No one could stop you from being charitable. All right. And uh, apparently some people go fox hunting or horse racing as well because that Saint Stephen was a patr patr patron saint of horses. Though fox hunting was banned in 2004, I actually saw a fox. Uh, I see a fox like every week, every time I drive drive down the mountain. I see one run, run across the freeway. They're really cool and cute looking. Um, and yeah, that's it for Boxing Day. So that's a day after Christmas, day before Christmas, Christmas Eve. And uh, there was a couple things I wanted to talk about. One was uh, just go over a bunch of inspirational quotes. Since we're approaching the end of the year, it's time to get a bit reflective. And there's an interesting article of where to go next, 27 best places to travel in 2020. So there's some really cool places there. That article was written just recently, which I like uh, about a week ago, December 18th. And then go over uh, some resolution ideas. Uh, you know, it's good to start planning now uh, uh, different um, goals and resolutions and uh, things for next year to improve oneself and to get better and better and better. And so also, you know what is interesting too? I thought it would be good another time to rehash the regrets of the dying. I think I played it. I went over that before, but it's always good to reflect back, especially since it's really important too as time goes by. Time's just like going faster and faster and faster. So, Boxing Day is done. Let's go over some quotes. It's 51 quotes, but I'm not going to read them all. Can you imagine if I just read 50? It actually might be a good podcast. I don't know. Hope thing's an experiment anyway. 51 quotes to inspire success in life. Uh, here's one. Winston Churchill said, Success is not final. Failure is not final. It is the courage to continue that counts. This one's by Herman Melville. It is better to fail in originality than to succeed in imitation. The road to success and the road to failure are, are almost exactly the same by Colin Davis. Success usually comes to those who are too busy to be looking for it. Henry Thoreau, opportunities don't happen, you create them. I like that by Chris Crosser. Don't be afraid to give up the good to give up the good to go for the great. John D. Rockefeller. I find the harder I work, the more luck I seem to have. Thomas Jefferson. Some people say, like, oh, yeah, you're successful. You're so lucky. You're like, uh, <laughs> that's a small part of it, but also is you, uh, chance favors the prepared. So you're prepared. You worked for it. You're, you're, you're ready. You're, uh, you know. Um, so there are two types of people who tell you that you cannot make a difference in the world. Those who are afraid to try and those who are afraid you will succeed. Ray Goforth. <laughs> I got Lucy on my lap. She's a little uh, rambunctious right now. Just walking around, rolling a little bit. She's, she's being a, a good girl, right? All right. <laughs> successful people do what unsuccessful people are not willing to do. Don't wish it were easier. Wish you were better. Jim Rohn. Right, Lucy? I think she's purring. Now, try not to become a man of success. Rather, become a man of value. Albert Einstein. Yep. 
<laughs> she agrees. Stop chasing the money and start chasing the passion. Tony Hsieh, H-S-I-E-H. That's interesting because they say do what you're passionate about, do what you love to do, and eventually the money comes. So that's that's interesting too. Winston Churchill again says, success is walking from failure to failure with no loss of enthusiasm. Hey. And there's just tons. I'll go through a couple of them. I don't want to go through 51. That would be a little boring. If you're not willing to risk the usual, you have you will have to settle for the ordinary. Jim Rohn. Ah, that's good. Most people aren't willing to risk. They're, they're set in their comfort zones. And that's where all the magic happens is outside the comfort zone. So that makes a lot of sense, especially uh, from what I've read and, and read up on it. Okay, the, the ones who are crazy enough to think they could change the world are the ones that do, by Anonymous. Interesting, there's, there was that there was that lady, that Greta something, who was talked about climate change and was like, how dare you? And people were making fun of her. And I was like, you know what? She's like 16, she's a young girl, and you guys are making fun of her. You know why? It's because you wish you were her because she's such an amazing individual who's speaking up, who's having a huge amount of success. And it's it's just, I think people are really jealous of, of that sort of stuff. She's she's an amazing individual. I, I don't hate on her or, you know, that sort of thing. I, I just kind of like, I'm like super impressed. She's going to be an amazing woman uh, when, when she's a, an adult in, their, in her 20s. And even now she's an amazing woman, but just can't believe how uh, she's just going to be get better and better and better, especially if she's already, you know, making a, a big difference by getting people concerned and, and looking at climate change and stuff. Of course, it's it's um, obvious we, we need to do something, whether whether climate change is man-made or or not, or whether it's a, a natural part of, you know, the cycle of of. Um, <laughs> Lucy's biting my a natural cycle of of planets and, and the earth it doesn't matter we should still try to reduce carbon emissions and not you know pollute the environment and live in uh, un unity and unison and you know that sort of stuff so i i I don't really agree with people really uh, making fun of them. Apparently, uh, people that r criticize people online are really um, have a bit of psychopathy. You know, remember the dark triad? I talked about it some podcasts ago. That'd be uh, if you want to read up about it. How uh, there's, you know, um, people are narcissistic, Machiavellian, and psych psychopathic or psychopathy. Or um, so yeah, it's. One of my favorite uh, psychological tests, the dark triad test. All right, get, getting back to the quotes. This I could talk about quotes. I love quotes. Ever since I was a kid, I must have been 1992, where my sister Pam uh, got me the Zen quote uh, book, book of Zen quotes that I still have to this day. And yeah, I, I remember I was I had ninjutsu books. I was you know studying these uh, as just as a kid. I must have been in my early teens in the 90s and i was i was studying like ninjutsu and and some cool stuff like that all right uh don't let the fear of losing be greater than the excitement of winning robert kiyosaki if you really look closely most overnight success took a long time steve jobs the only limit to our realization of tomorrow will, will be our doubts of today the successful warrior 
is the average man with laser-like focus. Bruce Lee. There are no secrets to success. It is the result of preparation, hard work, and learning from failure. Colin Powell. That's interesting. Everyone's like, oh, I got these secrets, the five secrets. These are the two secrets. These are the 10 secrets to be successful. But there's not really any secrets. I mean, it's just keep moving forward, keep failing forward, keep trying, keep going, but don't quit. That's kind of it. <laughs> if you really want to do something, you'll find a way. If you don't, you'll find find an excuse. That's one of my, that's by Jim Rome. That's one of my favorite ones there. Uh, either make results or you make excuses. And uh, yeah, I was listening to uh, C.T. Fletcher this morning, probably about 10 times before I got on the treadmill. And he's he's pretty intense. He's like, F your excuses, F your mother, F and excuses, F and the peace. But you, if you listen to that like 10 times loud and you just listen and listen, it, it just it changes you on this uh, uh, subconscious level. So most of, most of um, uh, our habits and what we do, it's, it's, we're just going on automatic, like subconsciously. So to weigh the, the, the key to change is through the emotions, which changes the subconscious. And so if you listen to something motivating that you feel in your emotions and your heart, that helps to change your um, subconscious. It's not unconscious, it's subconscious. I, I keep, you know, having to, to really think uh, about that. But that's the key. That's the key to change and to creating positive habits is you, you help you uh, start, you know, changing that subconscious. Lucy's going all over the table right now. She's getting in the mischief. I could just see it on her face. She is frisky. Japanese pro proverb, one of my favorite com uh, countries, Japan, <clears throat> number one, uh, fall seven times, stand up eight. That's a good one. There's another one I like, one kind word can warm three winter months. That's another good one, Japanese proverb. If you could dream it, you can do it, Walt Disney. Yeah, that's good. Uh, in order to succeed, you're... I'm not going to read that one because that one's by Bill Cosby. I'm just going to put him, you know, put him away. Actually, he's he is put away. I, it's just I'll, I'll pass on that. Okay. In order to succeed, we must first believe that we can. Nikos Kazantzakis. Don't be distracted by criticism. Remember the only taste of success some people get is to take a bite out of you. Zig Ziglar. Oh, that's a good one. The secret of success is to do the common thing uncommonly well. John D. Rockefeller. And there is a powerful driving force inside every human being that once unleashed can make any vision, dream, or desire a reality. Tony Robbins. Yeah, if, if you haven't been to a Tony Robbins seminar, make sure to go. It's, it's phenomenal. It'll change you. It's, it's amazing. In 2012 in uh, Los Angeles, Unleash the Power Within is four days. It's intense. It's like, what is it, like 12 hours? I, I don't even know. It might be like 15 hours. It's, it's just nonstop, but you need that immersion to help facilitate that change. You get to walk on fire, the hot coals, you, you scream, you lose your voice, you dance, you cry. You, it's everything. It's a roller coaster of emotions, and, and, and it's good. It helps facilita facilitate change on a deep Un, uh, subconscious level. I almost said unconscious, but subconscious level. I never dreamed about success. I worked for it. Estee Lauder. 
All right, and the only place where success comes before work is in the dictionary. That's right. Even right now, I am working every day nonstop, whether it be working out, working, shoveling, <laughs> shoveling the, the driveway with all the snow. It's just, it's just nonstop. The house I, I live in is just so small and it's got stuff everywhere. Hopefully, I'll move soon to a bigger place, which I'm hoping to do real soon uh keep on going and the chances are that you will stumble on something perhaps when you're at least expecting it i never heard of anyone ever stumbling on something sitting down charles f kettering all right that's it and what's your successful quote do you have one uh send me a message if you do all right and us uh, going on now the set 27 best places to travel in 2020 this is interesting i traveled probably too much this year i'm i'm burned out i I got home from the last trip and I was done. I was like, I never want to travel again. But now I'm like, wait a minute, maybe I kind of do. But <laughs> uh, this one is 27 places. It was interesting. The first one, Egypt. I was there twice this year and I kind of want to go back next year. I want to go to Luxor, Saqqara. And I think there's one other place where they have really cool ruins. I love the, the history and all the, the ancient stuff. And this has Egypt as number one. It's uh, the article says this article is where to go next. Twenty seven best places to travel in twenty twenty, and it says Egypt's one of the most underrated countries, huh? Because it harbors such immense, well preserved history, unique culture that could only be discovered in this forgotten corner of North Africa, which is fascinating because the culture is really unique. I, I found it pretty unique too. It's intense, intensely good and intensely, you know, maybe a little annoying sometimes with people pushing you to buy stuff, but it's still really, really cool. And uh, you could take a Nile River cruise. All right, number two, uh, the Greek islands. The Greek islands, that's supposed to be good too. I haven't been. They talk about Santorini, Mykonos, and... Those are the top two. Number three, Rwanda. Oh, that sounds interesting. Yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing them. I think real is in Rwanda, Uganda, Congo. So yeah, you could go on a gorilla trek. And that was one of the top things one of my friends, uh, one of my friends said, this guy who holds the world record or used to hold the world record for most marathons in a year, Larry, he talked about, I asked him, what was the coolest experience of your life? And he said, Seeing gorillas in the open face to face was just one of his, his most amazing experience. So definitely that's on my list, whether, you know, in the next couple of years. Um, next one, Brazil. Brazil is supposed to be really cool. Talks about the Amazon rainforest to Rio de Janeiro. Uh, Rio is selected by UNESCO as the marvelous city as the first world capital of architecture for 2020. Oh, that's interesting. Um, next one, Jaisalmer, India. Oh, that's, India is up there. Cool. And I haven't heard of Jaisalmer. I know uh, Jaipur is phenomenal. That, that's got to be in the, on, on people's bucket list if you ever go to India. And it's not far from the Taj Mahal and Agra too. Cape Town, South Africa is the next one. Slovenia. Huh, that's interesting. That's that's a one two. Uh, Nico Japan, Nico Japan. Neko is cat. I don't know what Nico means. N i k k o Japan. Apparently that's that's a top of the list. And oh, that the Olympics are there next year too. So that that should be uh, fun to to go and and watch that. Uh, Japan's got tons of really cool stuff. 
and apparently there's hot springs and a beautiful lake and all sorts of cool stuff. One of the earliest places where Buddhism was established and temples. British Columbia, Canada. That's another top place to go in 2020. Speaking of Canada, I was just thinking about uh, thinking about Canada recently when I was in uh, the service in Washington State at what was it? Banger, Banger, B A N G O R, uh, naval base. When I was guarding nuclear weapons and when I was in the Marines, we would go. Uh, Every other weekend, we'd go to like British Columbia, Vancouver, or Victoria. So I, I remember celebrating New Year's. Speaking of New Year's, and actually eat both of those places. Yeah, well, I don't know if both. I know, I know Victoria for sure. Maybe Vancouver because I was there two years. So I don't, I don't remember specifically. But I mean, we, I went to. Uh, those places all the time. Vancouver is really cool because it's got like a city, a beach, the mountains, and a really small area, like a like kind of a small area. So it's got a lot to offer and tons of cool stuff. And a, it's just a really beautiful, cool city. Victoria, Victoria was really cool too. I remember riding scooters with my, my marine friends, and one guy just he crashed, just kept crashing. I think he wanted attention or something, but he was he's acting a fool, running into cars and stuff, and. Yeah, Victoria, that's uh, that's a cool place. I definitely want to go back. You got to take a ferry from Washington, North Washington, across the the ocean to get to Victoria. Vancouver, you could just you could drive or fly. So from uh, from Washington to uh, Vancouver, British Columbia, and that is one of the top 27 places next one uae united arab emirates definitely i want to go there i want to uh, go to dubai and check out the burj khalifa the tallest building in the world and the nearby capital city abu dhabi has got a really cool grand mosque called the sheikh zayed and it's considered to be one of the most beautiful mosques ever created. So that would be really cool to go. Apparently there's a big expo in 2020 held between the two cities and uh, making it the first world expo held in the Middle East. So that would be really cool to go. The theme of the event is connecting minds, creating the future with over 130 countries participating. So that would be really cool to go. Uh, next place is Lille, France, L-I-L-L-E. Apparently that's supposed to be really beautiful. France is so big and it's got so much to offer that it's definitely a beautiful country to, to visit. You know, you have Paris, you have the North, you have the South, which is where all the movie stars go down there, close to Monaco and Nice and all those beautiful places. Uh, St. Bart's, St. Bart's is up there on the list and that's uh, beautiful. Malaysia, Malaysia is supposed to be good. Oman, Oman. I have to admit, Oman touched my heart when I was there. I really had a good time in Oman and was super impressed. And it was one of the places I definitely go back to and explore more. Portugal. Portugal is a hidden gem of a country. It's so cool, all the amazing cities. You're hitting gem cities from Aviro, the Aviro. Or was it Aveiro? Let me let me check that real fast. But you have Porto on the the coast. You have Lisbon, the capital, which reminded me of San Francisco with all the bridges. You had you just you, you have a lot of amazing places in Portugal that are really Aveiro. Aveiro is considered the Venice because of the canals, the Venice and Portugal, it's got these canals and really big boats. So Aveiro, I did uh, a 10K race there. Was that last, 
I think it was either early, yeah earlier this year, back in April. That was really cool. Uh, Portugal is one of my favorite com- uh, countries. Definitely up there with my top five. And then uh, after Portugal, definitely recommend Portugal. I d- oh, I got to go back. Actually, they got Roman, Morris, Moorish ruins, cathedrals, big part. Po- oh, Sintra. Sintra is one of the coolest places. It's like an amusement park for adults. Oh, Sintra was amazing. My friend Vaishal told me to go to Sintra. So you got like Aveiro, Sintra, Lisbon. You got Porto. You got like, those are just four. Apparently, there's tons more. So Portugal is amazing. Uh New Zealand, New Zealand, I heard was really good. But actually, one of my friends said he didn't really care for it so much. So, hey, that, definitely worth uh, to check out, though. Croatia is up there. Dominican Republic. Poland. Where was I? I think I was in Warsaw in the old town. I thought it was really cool. Not not like crazy amazing, but it was definitely worth a visit. Uh, Montreal, Switzerland. Awesome. I was there. I was there. uh earlier last no not this year last year a couple years ago and that was definitely a cool place i only drove through it and they have that shalon i want to say shalon castle there so that was really cool to visit and that's a 12th century castle right there in shalon and montreal was really cool i walked in and out of a of a casino to just to see what it looks like you know it's, it's pretty cool um british virgin islands tahiti french polynesia argentina argentina is really cool and they have some like this forbidden uh forbidden nazi history too because apparently a lot of the nazis ex- escaped to argentina so i, I remember um i uh went to look for hitler's old house that he lived in when he escaped uh, apparently when he escaped uh, Germany and he had a mansion there and that was quite an experience. I uh, I got cut by barbed wire, you know, trying to go under this fence to go down this little mountain to get a glimpse of his house, uh, which was pretty crazy. And then there was this back uh, entrance to uh, to the place and you could see all these amazing old buildings and I actually went and walked around. I wasn't supposed to but i did uh i did anyway uh, i didn't go to one part the main house close but i uh i did see a lot of cool stuff and got a lot of uh pictures and um apparently he did escape in a submarine that's the legend and there's a lot of uh, research to uh support this claim and it's the inalco inalco house in argentina something inalco I remember being in a hotel and I was like, hey, does Hitler have a house here? And he's like, oh, yes, yes, the Argentinian guy. And he was telling me all about it. And a lot of Nazis escaped to Argentina, especially uh, Bariloche, where I stayed, the lake, the lake of Bariloche. So that was uh, really interesting. Uh, that sort of stuff kind of uh, is uh, interesting for me. Um, the Analco House near the current settlement of Villa La Angostura. So you could you could find it online if you want to uh, check it out, and then after Argentina, Argentina is really cool too. Buenos Aires, you have you have all sorts of amazing places in Buenos Aires. I had the you have to eat the best beef in Argentina. You have um, that's where I went. Oh, I learned that dance. What's that dance called? Argentinian dance. Uh, let me let me Google it real fast. 
uh, it's, it's escaping me. I should know it. It's the traditional dance, the tango. That's right. I danced with a man while doing the tango. It was definitely uncomfortable, but I was very excited and we'll just leave it at that. All right, next one is uh, <laughs> Sri Lanka. Sri Lanka, uh, right across from India, southern India, just just across, and that looks that looks pretty interesting too. Yeah, I've, I've never been there. Next one, Israel. Israel's definitely got a lot, especially if you're a Catholic or a Christian or or a Jewish. It's definitely a cool place. I loved running on Tel Aviv along the beach. They have a really nice uh, path there along the beach. Next up, Costa Rica. Costa Rica is phenomenal. It's definitely uh, an amazing place. I remember going river rafting and um, hiking through the cloud rainforest. And I think that was Montevideo. I don't, I don't remember the exact name of it, but definitely uh, Arenal, Volcano, um, all sorts of cool stuff there uh, madagascar haven't been definitely i do want to see one of those big madagascar hissing cockroaches so apparently they uh i guess they have those i don't know hopefully i definitely want to see those number one on my list of things to see for 2020 the madagascar hissing hissing cockroach all right and i think that was 27 i don't know i didn't count that's just the end of the article so we're gonna leave it at that and for the next one, let's go with regrets of the dying. So this lady worked in palliative care uh, where people go to comfort care for people who are dying. And she worked there for many years and her patients, um, she learned a lot from those patients. And these are the top five regrets that when she questioned them if they had any regrets or would have done anything differently these were the common themes that surfaced again and again uh, since we we're getting to the end of the year and uh, it's time to get a little bit reflective so number one is i wish i had the courage to live a life true to myself and not the life others expected of me this was the most common regret of all when people realize that their life is almost over and look back clearly on it. It is easy to see how many dreams have gone unfulfilled. Most people have not honored even a half of their dreams and had to die knowing it was due to choices they had made or not made. It is very important not try and honor at least some of your dreams along the way from the moment that you lose your health. It's too late. Health brings a freedom very few realize until they no longer have it. I'll tell you what, I was sick for a few months this year and I would give, I would have gave anything, all my money, everything, whatever I had, any valuables, my car, anything, just to feel good, to feel healthy. And, you know, once that's gone, it's too late. It's like without your health, you have nothing. Health is wealth. You know, so that, that's pretty interesting. Too. All right. So number two, I wish I hadn't worked so hard. This came from every male patient that she nursed, this lady nursed, and they missed their children's youth and their partner's companionship. Women also spoke of this regret, but as most were from an older generation, many of the uh, female patients have not been the breadwinners. It was, you know, back in the day, most of the, the men would work, the women would stay home, raise the family, cook, that sort of stuff. So all the men she nursed deeply regretted spending so much time of their lives on the treadmill of a work existence. And by simplifying your lifestyle and making conscious choices along the way, it is possible to not need the income that you think you do. And by creating more space in your life, you become happier, more open to new opportunities, more opportunities, uh, ones more suited to your new lifestyle. That, that's an interesting one. 
because you got to work hard, but there's also the balance of, of becoming consumed by it too. So you don't want to just get consumed and obsessive over it and work 20 hours a day. But some days you have to work 18, 17 hours a day. And, but you know, you also have to have that break. So you have to have that balance as well. So yeah, that goes almost into that moderation or maybe a little more than moderation at times. Uh, number three, I wish I had had the courage to express my feelings. Many people su- ex- suppress their feelings in order to keep peace with others. Others, As a result, they settled for a mediocre existence and never became who they were truly capable of becoming. Many developed illnesses relating to the bitterness and resentment they carried as a result. Um, that's really interesting because as a kid, I've never learned how to uh, express my feelings. And I remember uh, I was doing a Facebook. One thing I would have told myself 10, 20 years ago is learn how to handle my emotions, express my feelings, express my, you know, say say more things that's on my mind that I hold back. Not everything. I mean, you can't say everything. Like, yeah, you're a, you're an a-hole, but, you know, you know what I mean? Like... Don't be afraid to speak your mind. And yeah, so we cannot control the reactions of others. However, although people may initially react with the change that you, uh, with when you change the way you are by speaking honestly, in the end, it raises the relationship to a whole new level and healthier level. Either that or it releases the unhealthy relationship from your life. Either way, you win. So that's definitely positive. Number four of regrets, top regrets of the dying. I wish I had stayed in touch with my friends. Often they would not truly realize the full benefits of old friends until their dying weeks, and it was not always possible to track them down. Many had become so caught up in their own lives that they had let it let golden friendships slip by over the years. They were there were many deep regrets about not giving friendships the time and effort they deserved. Everyone misses their friends when they are dying. So that that's interesting. Um, it's common for anyone in a busy lifestyle to let friendships slip, but when you are faced with your approaching death, the physical details of life fall away. People do want to get their financial affairs in order if possible, but it's not a money or status that holds a true importance for them. They want to get things in order more for the benefit of those they love. Usually, though, they are too ill and weary to ever manage this task. It all comes down to love and relationships in the end. That is all that remains in the final weeks, love and relationships. Number five, top regrets of the dying. I wish I had let myself be happier. This surprisingly common one, many did not realize it until the end that happiness is a choice. They had stayed stuck in old patterns and habits. The so-called comfort of familiarity overflowed into their emotions as well as their physical lives. Fear of change had them pretending to others and to themselves that they were content. When deep within, they longed to laugh properly and have silliness in their life again. When you are on your deathbed, what others, others think of you is a long way from your mind. Uh, how wonderful to be able to let go and smile again long before you are dying. Life is a choice. It is your life. Choose consciously. Choose wisely. Choose honestly. Choose happiness. And that's the end of that beautiful article. Is actually a book uh, called The Top 5 Regrets of the Dying, A Life Transformed by the Dearly Departing. And that's by uh, Bronnie Ware, W-A-R-E, Bronnie Ware. It's definitely a good book to uh, check out if you have time. And I think that about, no, we're on New Year's resolutions. We're still going. We're still going strong. 
and uh, this is the New Year's resolutions. 50 New Year's resolutions, ideas, and how to achieve each of them. But real fast before uh, I go into that, before I forget my podcast and every other podcast from now, previous to future, past, present, all that is brought to you by my travel store, Super Travel X, www.supertravelx.com for all your really cool travel accessories, um, travel gear from noise canceling headphones to sunglasses to uh, his neck pillows to really cool clothes, shoes, uh, backpacks, bags, you name it. And coupon code is SUPER10 for 10% off everything. And yeah, that's that's it real fast. I don't want to keep going on to that too much. I want to get to the 50 New Year's resolution ideas and how to achieve each of them. We're five days out and it's time to start thinking about New Year's resolutions. So obviously the first one, can you guess what the first one is? We all know what the first one is. Get in shape. Everyone goes to the gym the first of the year and then a month later, two weeks later, the gym's empty. <laughs> if it's so packed, January 2nd, maybe it's not open the first, but January 2nd, everyone's there, signed up, ready to go. And then two weeks later, boom, that's it. You need like 30 or 40 days to create a habit. So you want to do things, whether you feel like it or not, every single day for at least a, a month or two to get that habit. For me, it's exercise is one of them. And a lot of times I don't feel like doing it, so I'll trick my brain and be like, guys, oh, get on there five minutes, go a little bit slower and see how you feel. If you feel like going faster, do it. If not, you know, get off. And a lot of times, most times, 90% of the times, I'll do more, go a little bit faster. So that's one little brain trick to help you do that. And this is get in shape. That's the top New Year's resolution for Americans. Losing weight is a top resolution for Americans. And then combined with exercise more, stay fit and healthy. The average American, I don't know what it was, gains like eight pounds. I should I should Google that. Average weight gain gain for the holidays. I'm curious because I keep thinking about that. I thought it was eight pounds. That's my guess. Let's see what it is. Uh, how many pounds the average person gained during the holidays? The average American gains five pounds between Thanksgiving and New Year's Day. It's actually not as much as I thought. It's only five pounds, but I thought it was like eight. So definitely uh, lose weight is number one. Number two, start eating healthier food and less food overall. Definitely good. And that kind of re- goes back with getting in shape because 80% of getting in shape is uh, eating right. So it's up to 80%. People think they could run three miles, come back, you know, eat a cheeseburger, French fries, and a soda. And definitely, no, it doesn't work like that. You run three miles, you're only burning like 300 calories. And the soda, a big soda is probably 300 calories. So it's just, it's not, you have to combine getting uh, exercise with proper food, you know, uh, whether you're a vegan, vegetarian, carnivore, whatever diet, keto diet, the the common thing is you want the majority of your food from vegetables, whether it's like three quarters of your plate vegetables. Part of that is to help you feel more satiated, less hungry. It's mostly water. Vegetables are mostly water, anywhere from like 60, 70, 80% water. I think watermelon is like 90%. I remember talking with my sister years ago. I was like, Pam, what do you think percentage of watermelon is? And she's like, uh, I don't remember what she said, but it was like 90-something percent, maybe like 92 or something. Uh, anyways, number three, stop procrastinating. 
That's the biggest barrier that keeps most people from reaching their goals, the desire to relax and do something fun instead of working hard. Hey, so stop procrastinating. How do you do it? Just stop doing it. That simple. Number four, improve your concentration and mental skills. Number five, meet new people. Get out of your comfort zone. I do this every time I travel. I bring magnets to give to people. I try to, every now and then, I'll feel uncomfortable and I'll just go up take a selfie with pick you know with with someone and ask first that's one of my goals i have these goals in my head when i travel like when i was in oman i was in oman i was like i gotta get a selfie or a picture with these guys in these really cool traditional omani outfits so i definitely i made that happen made some new friends and you know really cool people like you know attention people like you know most people like getting their pictures taken with you know with you and number six become more active that kind of relates to the first one number seven become more confident and take some chances uh one of the ways to increase confidence is by um doing things out of your comfort zone apparently i, I learned that not too long ago and um, a good dose of self-confidence will help you lead a much happier life overall. So that's what this article uh, says. Number seven, become more confident and take some chances. Number eight, earn more money. Number nine, become more polite. Oh my gosh, this one is very important. Every time I travel, there's really rude, ungrateful people that drives me nuts. Uh, maybe I was one of these people people years ago but i see this now people throwing passports at people people just like waving off people just just like ah it's, it's unbelievable all the impoliteness i see and definitely uh going through customs people just getting mad people getting mad at flight attendants and become more polite have manners be nice and one of the biggest takeaways i got from this last trip was be nice it's so simple. It gets you everywhere. Just be nice. Oh, it's not that hard. It's so easy and so simple and so brilliant. We had a, a saying in the military, kiss, keep it simple, stupid. So be nice. That's as simple as it can be. If you have a travel if you're traveling, one of my biggest words of advice, if I could say it in two words, be nice. It's not only good for you, makes you look good. It, it's just good for everyone. It's win, 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 win everywhere. So no etiquette, be prepared for um, other manners and other countries, how to deal with rude people in the right way and learn when uh, to learn to say no. Number 10, number 10 for New Year's resolutions ideas, reduce stress definitely uh, very important maybe do some meditation gratitude gratitude like i talked about i think in the last podcast it goes along with being nice <laughs> so there's some people that you know I, I know that definitely need this number 11 uh learn to be happier with your life uh, number 12 get more quality sleep super important sleep there's this energy healing hierarchy uh sleep is number one if you you're not getting six minimum six hours of sleep you need six hours of sleep to make adrenaline uh to keep your adrenals in check that's important for fluid balance information inflammation and um energy uh, that's what your adrenals are important for and you need at least six hours minimum um but you should be getting eight hours give or take you know half an hour maybe so seven to nine give or take uh, and that's definitely important. If you're not sleeping enough, you're you're um, uh, you're 
blood sugar is going to be out of whack and the food uh, you eat is not going to be as, uh, as, or the vitamins you take isn't going to be as, 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 you know, processed as well. So just like sleep is number one. It's, it's number one. You're going to be hungrier if you don't sleep enough. You're going to be tired, cranky, all, all that stuff. Number 13, give up cigarettes. Come on. If you're smoking by now, if you're smoking in 2019, 2020 now, you got you got problems, man. It's definitely quit smoking. Give up cigarettes. There's boxes in uh, was it Spain that had like the the most grotesque um, pictures on the cigarette boxes. I mean, there's one that's like smoking kills. It's that obvious. Like if you want to die, smoke cigarettes. It's you want want a horrible life, a horrible health, horrible just smoke cigarettes you stink you know you throwing cigarette butts everywhere you're littering it's just it's, it's i i really have no uh i don't i don't like cigarettes let's just put it that way not at all are you smoking around kids you're teaching them bad habits number 14 watch less tv definitely uh a good one to do, watch less TV, and read more is number 15. They go hand in hand. Read more books, listen to audiobooks, learn, you know, uh, do, do something more productive rather than watch TV and just veg out in front of the TV eating potato chips and cookies and popcorn. Number 16, find a significant other. Number 17, have better sex. Definitely, uh, high up there <laughs> number 18 become tidier there are a lot of slobs out there who could really get their stuff organized and definitely a good resolution to have 19 learn how to dress with style 20 spend more time with the people that matter definitely do that uh get rid of toxic people and bad people that are around you sometimes you don't even know there's bad people around you people you think you're who, who are your friend are really not it's really crazy how, how that sort of stuff works but so just no, be careful and stay away from toxic people especially negative people i oh i try to stay away from those it's like i hate this i hate this i can't stand it. it's like nails in a chalkboard when i hear that i'm like oh i just want to stay away from them and not be around them Number 21, start drinking in moderation or quit drinking altogether. I don't drink and I'm glad I don't. I've watched it destroy the lives of members of my own family. And I've I've drank in and gotten trouble in the past before as well. And so I learned my lesson. I watched my 59-year-old stepfather drink himself to death. And uh, I watched him actually uh, said goodbyes as his dead body was laying there in the trailer he lived in. And he was emaciated, shriveled, looked like an alcoholic. And yeah, that uh, picture is permanently pressed into my psyche. And that's one of the reasons I don't drink. Um, no benefits that I could see really that you can't get doing something now. So if you need to relax, go meditate, go do breathing exercises. You don't, you're not like, oh, I need a drink. I need a drink like right now. Years ago, I remember hearing this oh i need a drink to relax i'm like no no now i'm like it's a sign of weakness for me if you need a drink to relax you, you're not doing it right you need to try something else you know it's just taking like the easy way out like doing drugs to to escape 
or relax. Um, number 22, get out of debt. Definitely good advice. I wish I had money advice when I was a kid. Didn't have any. Got no credit card debt. I remember working in the service, double duty, renting out my car. My Toyota Celica back in the day was was really awesome. And I rented it out to people to drive. And I took up double duty. Even got a second job uh, working in a warehouse. I remember doing that. I was a one of the best employees I uh, there working and would even come in on the weekends to uh, get more hours. I remember the boss coming in, me and this other guy were playing this techno music so loud, but we were working our butts off. And yeah, we weren't slackers. Definitely, uh, I'm a hard worker and uh, you have to work hard, but work smart too. I mean, don't acquire debt. I shouldn't have acquired debt, but just something I wish they would have taught us in school. Number 23, start saving money. Number 24, learn a new language. Definitely cool, especially if uh, you have kids. Now, I don't know why people aren't teaching their kids under seven years old when the brain's the most pliable. and that Teach them a new language. It's, it's the easiest way, uh, time to learn before you're seven years old. I, if I had kids, I'd get them a tutor and teach them maybe two languages, like two of the most popular languages I, I would get a tutor and have them teach them this every day whether it be online or in person or something definitely uh, good even now it's good to I, I still love languages I, I used to look in the dictionary and look up all the words and find they were like greek and i think roman that most of them were from like the greek words and stuff um number 25 volunteer give more to charity definitely goes with being nice goes with being uh developing gratitude and humility those go hand in hand definitely need to talk about that in a future podcast the the study that talks about humility and gratitude and how uh, they kind of reinforce each other and then 26 pick up useful skills or fun hobbies go learn a new hobby go take an mma class jiu-jitsu class kickboxing something like that do something different I've been meaning to uh, get some uh, MMA time in definitely uh, while I'm traveling. That's good self-defense. So I'm not, uh, you know, uh, I'm I'm more confident and secure in my abilities. I, I have a little bit of abilities. I mean, I still, I learned like karate and as a kid and military stuff, but I definitely have to, uh, have to refresh. I, did, I took like some jujitsu. Oh man, jujitsu is one of the best. It's so good. At least every self-defense skill or a sport should have jujitsu a little bit of jujitsu just to know it's it's insanely effective number 27 let go of grudges and avoid moping 28 adopt a cute pet yeah if you want a pet adopt a pet that's definitely a the way to go and uh the really uh really gems out there and the you know adopt uh, lots of cats and dogs that need to be adopted and shelters and definitely you know go do that if you want one uh 29 become more organized definitely very very important travel more and see the world number 30 i think i've done that one a little bit too much so that one's definitely uh for you guys <laughs> definitely uh go do that it's uh it's actually amazing so i was trying to think about how to express what traveling is like and so it's like you know you get up you have your day, you go to work, you drive to work, you, you walk around, you have lunch, you drive back, you go to the gym. So you, you have like your own little world, right? And, and, you know, maybe the weekend you go to the beach or you go to the park or you go to a friend's house or something like that. And so imagine that world almost in every place around the world. Like imagine going to, let's see, uh, 
Oman, Oman, and imagine, imagining having that same, that same lifestyle in a different place. So it's like, I think it's like different worlds. There's like almost an infinite amount of different kind of worlds in in a sense that I, I call it. So you're experiencing almost a different world when you when you go. But I mean, they're not different worlds and and so much of the sense that they're completely foreign but they're they're similar in a lot of respects but they're also a lot different so the the more foreign or different the world is the more it helps you grow and you learn more and it takes you out of your comfort zone so definitely um that's the best way i could kind of describe it to people so if you don't travel at all you're missing out on tons of these like different worlds almost it's like this if you don't travel you're only reading one page of a book and that's definitely true imagine the world's a 500 page let's call it 200 200 page book almost the amount of countries in the world i think it's like 195 give or take so it's called a 200 page book if you're only reading the first page which is your country and even then you're not seeing your whole country for the most part i mean the united states is 50 states i haven't been to all 50 states i've probably seen maybe a third of it or half of it, half of it, I guess. Cause I'd driven across a few times, um, so that yeah, it's definitely travel more and see the world. I am blown away. I only been to fifty five countries currently. I, my goal is like a hundred the next three, four years, whatever. Maybe ten a year or something. Um, I I just the more I travel, the more I'm I realize how big the world is. It's it's huge. It's so big. I, I'm just in awe every time I'm in an airplane. I look out and it's just amazing to see the world and uh, definitely. Okay, number 31, learn to cook. Definitely good to, to learn. Number 32, go see your doctor more often. Yeah, stay healthy. It helps keep you in check. That which gets measured gets uh, improved. So he'll measure your, your uh, you know, um, blood pressure, your weight, all that sort of stuff. So definitely uh, he's almost like, um, what do you call it? Uh a doctor is almost like a coach, almost like your health coach in a sense, because he helps keep you, uh, you know, uh, on track. Number thirty-three, reinvent yourself. Definitely a good thing to do. Thirty-four, stop being late all the time. Oh man, punctuality is definitely important. And the, and the Marines were like, if you're five minutes early, you're ten minutes late. We had to be everywhere fifteen minutes early. Definitely a. Uh, good to have and even then i'm i think i'm seven minutes early now so i, I i'm not quite 15 minutes early but i'm definitely uh, early no matter what i'm 35 learn to be more self-reliant 36 turn your hobby into a career yeah definitely good idea 37 get over an x 38 learn to control your emotions three forms of discipline mental physical and emotional discipline equals freedom by jocko willing so learn discipline discipline is the base the foundation of all great things discipline your body your mind your emotions definitely uh good to uh to do very good one of the success habits is discipline um 39 is start being more responsible 40 learn more about art music culture definitely really cool and that kind of goes hand in hand with traveling 41 spend less time on social media that's another time drain right there you get all these bursts of dopamine going through your brain as you're popping through photos and getting likes for your photos spend less time 
Uh, 42, learn to defend yourself. That goes with learning a new hobby. Definitely important. And if you're traveling, definitely learn to defend yourself. Just really simple, um, simple ways to defend yourself, you know, learning to punch, learning to get out of certain locks or headlocks or that sort of stuff. Then 43, become more romantic. 44, start remembering important dates. 45, become more social. Definitely up there. 46, become more creative. 47, start expressing yourself artistically. Yeah, I've been meaning to draw a little bit more. I want to draw uh, the pyramids, which I, I was there. Um, and I want to draw the Sphinx and definitely like Spartan stuff because I've been immersed in the Spartan history and mythology and lore and uh, all that. Not, maybe not mythology, but it's borders on the line of mythology, especially when you, the 300 Spartans at Thermopylae. That's going to be, I'm working on a definitely a uh, historical podcast here in the future. I definitely don't take some line, uh, time to learn to learn all the history and have enough knowledge where I could talk about it well enough and definitely getting there uh, more and more. It's a really fascinating topic. And uh, yeah, um, number 48, face your fears and insecurities. Number 49, start writing a book or journal. Definitely good. Uh, 50, stick to good. I think 49, start writing a book or journal. That's on my 2020 list right there. I had a couple books in mind. Actually, I've got notes I've, I've taken. I have to go back and look. I actually started one, but I just got so busy and didn't uh, sidetrack. Number 50, stick to the good healthy habits you've developed. That's good to, to do as well. And there you go. Those are some 50 ideas for your New Year's resolutions. Definitely. Um, aim to to do something like that um one of those or I, I bet you everyone's got one of those in their in their minds you know to do definitely uh good to uh, think about self-improvement and uh, making yourself better and that's it i think i'm going on an hour it's it's, it's enough i'm not sure if next podcast is going to be on the spartans but i'm getting closer and closer <laughs> i got the spartan beard going it's pretty funny um but i'm getting closer and closer and just uh obsessed with it because i visited uh this last trip when i went to greece i went to sparta down south of athens and you know i was adjacent to the mountains and there was a river and just right where the spartans lived and grew up and it's pretty amazing i just you know i visited thermopylae where that 300 famous battle happened with um, xerxes and the persians definitely uh that's on the horizon i don't know if it's going to be the next one or the one after but it takes a couple weeks because i'm i gotta listen and read books i gotta learn you know every time i have time i i, I do that and i've been working a lot lately a heck of a lot i'm lucky i have time right now to do this actually i gotta get to bed it's almost 8 p.m because i gotta get up probably at 3 30 to uh, go to work i gotta drive out in the snow and ice it takes like two hours to drive out of here Hopefully, uh, I think the roads are, are okay, though. For uh, I got a 4x4 four four truck, so that's good. Anyways, that's it. And let's get some outro music. Thank you for listening to the Super Travel Experience Podcast. I hope you got something um, good out of this. And there was a lot of topics covered. And any one of those could have been like, you know, a, a podcast in itself. Anyways, thank you for listening. Have a wonderful rest of 2019. And get ready. 2020 is coming up. And that means continue to get better, healthier, 
and living your best life. That's it, guys. Thank you for listening.